Can you believe it's already been an entire month? That's right, friends. We are doing another monthly real life recap for the month of April. I don't even know how, like, in a few short days it's going to be May, but it is. There's so much to talk about, and we're going to get through it in a quick minute. I really have so much exciting news to share with you. Um, If you have not been following along with the monthly real life recaps, you should go back. I have one starting in January, February, March. Now, this is my fourth one. January, February, March. This is my fourth one. (laughs) Yep, it just sounded like a broken record. Y'all know me and my math. I love math, you guys, but I got to use my finger sometimes, and I wasn't sure if I did that right. This is the fourth one, and you're going to get to see, like, my life <laughs> and and what it has what it has been like as a business owner in 2021 trying to grow a a business working from home being a mom of two little girls really trying to pour into her marriage and keep a really clean house an organized house a tidy house right and in all of this um and all this madness in all, in all of its glory with all the changes that have been happening around us. Um, but before I say anything else, let's go ahead and press play on the legit episode today so we can get started. Systemize your life with Chelsea Joe. That's me. And this is a podcast for modern women who are eager to live with more meaning and less overwhelm. We're about to tap into some fiercely meaningful relationships, bang in organization and time management strategies, and a rock solid plan for our personal well-being with functional systems to those problems we all go through. Girl, if you feel like you're watching life go by from a window on the hot mess express, then it's time to roll up your sleeves, dig in, and get your life out of the chaos and into confidence. As we always do, we are going to recap what happened last month as we go through this. For those of you that are first timers to these recaps, I have kind of a a systematic approach. <laughs> yes, I do. Uh, I want you guys to be able to kind of follow along. Like, I love podcasts when they're all about chit chat and like it's a good listen. But I realize that you are like me and I don't have a lot of time. And the time that I do have is precious and there's a lot to choose from. So when you come to the Systemize Your Life podcast, I want you to walk away feeling not only inspired, but like you have some tools to really walk away and know how to make the magic happen in your life that you're really wanting to see happen. And so most of these episodes are how-tos, they're tangibles, they're tips and tricks. It's get out your notepad. And this episode is every single one of them that I do, the monthly real-life recaps. They are intended to really give you the behind the scenes of what this looks like. And here's why, quickly, why I decided to start doing these. Um, Because I have had experiences in my own life, and we all do this, where we start listening to a podcast, or we join somebody's group, or we look up to this person, and and we begin to idolize them in a way. We begin to think that they are just so much further along than us, or 
maybe not necessarily in these words, but better than us, right? And I've done this with people so many times, and we only see what they put out. We don't see the whole picture. And so that is what, in our minds, shapes who they are. And I think it's so unbelievably invaluable, necessary, and important for you to understand the full picture of my life as you're listening to me and learning from me and probably comparing yourself to me. That's what we do, right? You show up to Instagram, you show up to social media, you listen to other podcasts. I know when I listen to other podcasts, I'm like, oh man, I want this and I want that and I wish this and I wish that. The reality is, is that everyone's lives are on an equal playing field. It doesn't matter how much money someone makes, how clean their house is, how in love they are with their spouses, how much one-on-one time they spend with their kids or they don't, if they work from home, if they work a nine to five, none of that matters. Your life is just as important as mine. And that is the point of everything that my mission serves is for you to realize that everything that you were called to do as a woman in your life with your spouse or your future spouse if you're not married yet, with your kids or your future kids, with the job that you're trying to build or the job that you're trying to leave, it's all very, very important. So important that I think that you need to have the tools in order to accomplish it without burnout, without feeling pulled in all directions, without feeling scattered, without feeling like you can't win. Like you, you truly have to know that this journey that I'm on in my life is exactly like the journey that you're on in your life. We're both trying to do the exact same things. And so I want you to know what does it really look like in my motherhood, in my house, in my marriage, and in my business as a woman that is just like you, what does this look like for me? Because I don't want you to compare. I don't want you to feel down on yourself I don't want you to think, oh, I have such a long way to go. No, you might just need some different tools than the tools that you've been using. That's no different than me. I need tools, right? We're going to talk about that today. We're going to talk about some of the tools that I've been using um, because April has been an extraordinary month and um, March was a good month too. February was a really hard month. <laughs> if you want to know about it, just go back and listen. Uh, it's all there. So this is, it's just been a progression, right? And there's a couple things that I've strategically done um, in my motherhood and in my house and my marriage and in my business in order to say that April has been super successful. Um, so I'm, I'm just going to like dive into it, right? So did I reach my goals? This whole episode is how I reached my goals in April. And sometimes I do reach them and sometimes I don't, right? Overall, I'd say, yeah, April's been a a month of meeting most of my goals. Did I meet every single one of my goals? No, I didn't. And I'll, I'll share that. But, you know, looking at it from like a global perspective for the month, yeah, I did. Um, when we look at my motherhood, let's start there. My motherhood in March was really, really good. And I think because it was so good, I felt like I was in a good groove and I had had a good thing going, but I also kind of did the thing that we always do, right? I eased up on it just a smidge. And um, 
I am leaving the month of April feeling like I want to spend a little bit more one-on-one time with my girls. I want to, and I, I felt this and I noticed this at the beginning of this week, the end of last week. So like the end of week three in April. And I was like, Ooh, so I made it a point to just sit and play pretend and sit and play kitchen with Bailey May. Um, Frankie Joe is spending a little bit more time at her dad's house. Um, we have shared parenting time and before for most, for a lot of the time it was 50, 50, and then it shifted, um, a little bit to where we had a little bit more time, um, because her dad's job, uh, demanded a little bit more time of him. And so we had a little bit more of that. And obviously like I loved that and it was amazing. Um, and now it's, it's shifted back. His work has allowed for him to have her half the time and us to have her half the time. And she loves that. And so I am happy for her, but it does make me miss my kid. And, um, that in some, some way has made me really want to even more so because when, for those of you that have shared parenting time, Uh, The time that you have with them is very precious, and I make sure that I arrange most everything that I do in my life away from the home to happen when I don't have her because I want to be able to spend as much time as I can with her whenever we do have her. And so now there's just even just a fraction of that time is is gone now compared to where it was before. And so I think that that kind of left me feeling a little bit kind of achy in in a mom kind of way where... I was like, ooh, okay, like, I really want to dial this in. The one thing that we haven't been doing as much of is in her nighttime routine, she has, and this has kind of started since we've been homeschooling because we've been home with her so much. Uh, And when she was at school, every single evening, we'd spend 30 minutes doing a nighttime activity with her. Well, when she's home all day long, that didn't feel as necessary. But now I'm feeling like it's a little bit more necessary, right? So that's just one of the things. Overall, my motherhood has been fantastic. I have long been working on since 2021 this this huge effort. And really before Easter, like for, for Lent, it was a really big, yes, I'm, I'm not Catholic, but I did really get into um, kind of that practice this year of Lent. I did the 21-day Easter devotion with uh, that Horatio printing printed, and I loved it. And it really inspired me. And one of the things was to make sure that I was al- always speaking at a tone that was not loud. So uh, my mom was pretty loud whenever I was a kid, and I can get pretty loud and emotional um, when I get emotional, <laughs> as I think a lot of moms do. Um, I definitely would not classify myself as a yeller, but I definitely, definitely can get um, emotional. I can raise my voice. I can be loud. And sometimes it's a happy loud and sometimes it's a frustrated and angry loud. Um, and that's something I've been working really hard on with my girls because I realize if I change that behavior and that pattern in myself now, especially for Bailey May, she'll never know the difference. She's three. So that's, I've, I've been working really hard on that. You can go back to the other episodes, the other, re, uh, recaps every month and you can kind of hear that in my motherhood section. And I, I'm super proud of myself. I've been working really, really hard on that. It's a, 
it's a goal of mine that I feel like I've done tremendous with. And anytime I falter in that area, I am extremely quick to ask for forgiveness um, from my kiddos. And um, I feel really great about that. So that's where I'm at with my motherhood. When it comes to my house, guys, I am so excited about this. And last month in my house, um, I said that I I had in fact, met my goals in March, but February was a hot mess. February was just kind of a mess all around. You should go listen to that. (laughs) But this month we had company come over and every time we have company come over, it forces, like I, I literally will not have company come and stay in my house unless my house is at what I like to call ground zero. And when that happened this month and we got the house in tip-top shape. Everything was put away where we were supposed to, and everything was cleaned. The house was tidy to a T, and the house was clean down to its bones, okay? Which means we had to work really hard because we had not been maintaining that, and it felt good, and everybody loves our house when it is that way. But when company came over, my nine-year-old told company that she was really tired the first day because mom had made her work and clean the house tirelessly because company was coming over. And Blaine had also made a comment about how I always do this before company comes over. And although their comments were not intended to hurt me, I was frustrated by those comments. And I know you guys know what I'm talking about because they all love a clean house and it's the way that the house is supposed to look right? And no one wants to make sure that they help mom maintain the house like that at that level on a regular basis. So then what happens is I'm like, yeah, we got to dive in and we do have a lot of work to do. And so what I said after that, the next week, I was like, hey, I want to get the house back to ground zero because you guys said some things about me that didn't make me feel very good as a mom and as a person that's trying to be the keeper of this house. I'm just going to make sure that company ready. Like our house is back to ground zero. Company ready is what our house looks like at all times. We're doing this because I never want you guys to say those things about me again. I don't think it's fair. And I also don't really think it's all that kind. And you should have seen the way they looked at me. (laughs) You know, and, and here we are. We're three weeks past company and our house looks amazing. We had dishes one or two nights. Bailey got sick. I got sick, but that got put back to normal right away. The girls' bedrooms have been kept up on a weekly basis. Everything's been kept up on a weekly basis. Laundry, I got the sheets washed. I'm down with the zone cleaning. And I I feel like that moment, whenever that happened, when they said those things, and I really could see how they were processing the kind of person that I was, that I truly was the one that was failing as a leader of that portion of the home, right? I'm not the leader of the home, but I am the leader when it comes to making sure that this house stays well kept and cleaned. And I was just doing a poor job in the name of trying to get all of them to feel happy and not put too much burden and too much pressure on them and not constantly be asking them. So I look I sat down And I looked at my systems. What has been failing over and over and over again, Chelsea, to make the house cluttered? Okay, first of all, one of the systems that's been failing for quite some time is 
we have a a two-story house. And so all the things that come down from the girls' bedrooms, it just goes on the kitchen island. It just like becomes like a sea of crap downstairs. And I loathe it. And so we implemented a system where each girl has a very, very, very small bin that sits on the steps. And every night when we go upstairs, we take the bin and we unload it while the girls are brushing teeth. And then we take the bin back downstairs. That has been amazing. It has worked amazing. So we've been doing that. There's been one or two times we haven't felt like taking it upstairs and then it gets overflown, overflowed and and then we realize, okay, we really do have to do this every day. But other than that, it's been awesome. Asking the reminding people about the dishes go in the dishwasher, they don't go in the sink. If the dishwasher is is washing or if it hasn't been unloaded, you need to hand wash your dish and put it on the dry rack so that our kitchen always stays clean. And then me just keeping up with my laundry has been a big part of it and and asking people at the end of the day, hey, can you help me do a quick tidy? So making sure that our tidy cues, I ask all people in the house for all hands on deck has been important. I I laxed on that for a while and I'm super back at it now and it has really, really helped tremendously. So for those of you girls that are listening to this that are in the academy, just know that everything that you could possibly need to keep your house company ready is all inside of tier three. Um, And as you work through it, you're going to see all of that. You're going to see just exactly how you can create your tidy cues, how you can set up your cleaning zones, how you can maintain your home after you've gotten it to that ground zero pristine condition that you want it to be in. So I feel like we're in a great position in our home for sure. Now I'm about to go out of town this weekend. So we'll see what it looks like when I get home. I'm leaving it in in pretty decent shape. Um, So we'll see for sure. All right, let's talk about what's been going on in my business and I'm going to leave my marriage for the end. So last month in March, I had talked about my business, that I had a major project that I had completed. But uh, the month before that, February, I was in like a massive kind of kind of lull. But it has just been getting better and better and better and better. My business, I, I have definitely reached my goals. We had a lot of ladies come into the academy this month. So if you are sitting over there on the fence and you're not sure if you want to come into the academy, like it is not too late. We've got a ton of girls that have just jumped in and it would be so fun for you guys to start with them as they're all kind of going through. So I feel I feel really, really good about that aspect of my business. I'm also in a mastermind with some other women that are Christian and and very godly women that are doing amazing things in their business. And it has really benefited me in a tremendous way that I really don't even know how to articulate. You know, it's just, it's shaping me as a leader and, um, it's been awesome. I also, um, have gotten into a really great groove with, uh, one of the contractors, one of the VAs that I have on my team. And, um, I'm hopeful that I'm going to be able to bring on another team member into the Systemize Your Life company, the ChelseaJoe.co company and our community soon, um, this summer. And it's all, you know, comes back down to my systems and how I'm managing things because we had, I had a sick kiddo, then 
and I kind of had like a little, little something while she was sick, but I got over it really quickly. And then we had company here for a week and then she got sick again. And then obviously I've been dealing with this sinus issue um, that I'm finally at the tail end of, which I'm so grateful for. But with all of that being said, this has been the best month that I've had in my business to date. And I think that speaks volumes of what I have done on the back end of my business to take the time to set up workflows, to set up standard operating procedures, SOPs, to know the ins and outs of my business. So that way I really can just kind of show up for, you know, five, six, seven, eight hours a week and I can still make it happen. Now, in order to keep this momentum, I have to put in more hours than that, right? To be able to really work on my business and complete projects and move it forward and help it grow the way that I want to, to reach my goals, I can't just show up and do the minimum. But when kids get sick, when I have family in town, when I have to do mom things, when my marriage needs attention, I know that I can maintain my business and that I'm going to still be able to show up consistently. And I'll just say that I'm pretty proud of that. I'm proud of myself for really breaking down those fears that I had and telling myself, well, you're a mom and you don't have time and you have a teeny tiny baby. And <laughs> like I was still breastfeeding and Bailey Mae was still in cloth diapers and you know, like she was really small when I started this business. Like I don't, she wasn't even two yet, you know, and she wasn't even walking. She was super delayed in walking. And we ended up having to put her in, in, um, SMOs, which is a, a smaller form of leg braces. And we had therapy come in to help her get walking. And there's just been a lot, you know, and I'm still phasing out of my other business. I still have a wedding on the books that is, incredibly demanding at times that I'm still juggling and I'm still interpreting. And, you know, I just, I wasn't entirely certain I could do it. And you're probably not entirely certain you can do it either. And I know that you can, and I know that I can. And it's just a matter of, for me, it's a matter of really honoring those fundamental needs in my life. That's why it's like the number one thing that I teach. If you don't know what your fundamental needs are, go into my Facebook group, download it for free. You can also go to chelseajoe.co. And at the top, there is a link that says free, and there's all my free resources there. You can pick those up. There's a scheduling roadmap. There's the time blocking. That That is a time blocking resource. And then there is the fundamental needs, which is your sustainable self-care resource. And then there is my workshop that is amazing. That's 45 minutes of free teaching for me that you can get for free too. So you can sign up for all of those there. And you'll you'll understand like why fundamental needs are so important. I I attribute all of my success in every single area of my life to this one concept of me honoring the core of who I am before everything else. And the core of who I am comes in this form of these form four pillars: my home, my business, my marriage, and my my motherhood. You know, um, and I think that. This has been a hard month for all the things that I've been juggling. I told Blaine multiple times, like, I, I just feel behind. But I also know that in that feeling of behind, I know what I'm behind in. And it's, we're going to talk about this later. 
that feeling is something that I had to really lean into and ask myself, are you behind or are you not making progress? Because there's a huge difference. And sometimes with super high achievers, super, super duper dedicated, driven women, the feeling of not making progress is interpreted to be being behind. And they're different. They're two totally separate things. So at the very end, whenever I get done talking about my marriage, we're going to jump into uh, the section of what we have to let go of in order to reach our goals. And we're going to circle back to this concept, okay? But while we're on the topic of my marriage, this is the fourth one that I want to talk about. So um, my marriage last month, we were super dedicated. It was in going in a good direction. Um, February was a little bit different. Um, It was a little bit harder. We had been working through some things and we had really kind of set up a I'd say just some some focus points, right? Some things that we felt like we needed to work through that we had needed to work through in our marriage for a while as far as communication is concerned and and just really creating an environment for both of us to thrive in our marriage. And so we we did pretty good and we stayed focused on that. We used our family legacy st- statements to encourage us and guide us through. And then April came, you know, and <laughs> there's the stress of our family being in town and the stress of having sick kiddos. And it puts a lot of stress on our marriage for sure. And so Blaine and I decided that we wanted to apply the same thing that we apply to ourselves in business and in all the other areas where we want to achieve in our life. We hire coaches and we have had this, we wanted to apply that same concept to our marriage. So we've used this resource since we were dating called ExoMarriage, exomarriage.com. It is incredible. It is Christian-based. But regardless if that's not your belief system or not, I still believe that there are things in there that you can really benefit from to grow your marriage or even heal your marriage if it's broken. This resource, they have coaching. Like, like it's not counseling. It It could be counseling, but that's not what they call it. It's coaching. You can show up there happy as a clam and say, we've got this one area that we both want to grow in. Let's get coached on it. What do you have for us? How can we grow in this way? And so that's what we decided to do. And we got some incredible tools for us to really, really create the intimacy between husband and wife that we've always dreamed of having in our marriage. And we're lit up and super excited to put some new action steps into place and really make sure that the time that we have together as husband and wife is incredibly, first and foremost, uplifting and respectful, but that it's also super fun and that we make the most of it, right? Because when you're raising kids and you have a business and you have a job, right? Because Blaine's a firefighter and he has a business. I have this business and I have interpreting that I do from time to time. Um, there's there's just a small window for you and your husband. And if you spend it frivolously, like, ooh, that just disappoints me and it hurts me. And one of the things that I really feel like I was gifted with from a very young age was this desire 
to have an insanely connected and intimate relationship with my spouse that is just like buckets of fun that that truly does fulfill me and fuels my life not my children not my business not all these external things but it's it's the unity that happens between me and my husband and Blaine loves that um it's something that we have to work on like every other couple does. We have to work on our communication. We have to work on making sure that when we're together, our phones are in our hands. We have to work on making sure that when I communicate to him, that I'm communicating honor to him. And when he communicates to me, he's communicating safety and comfort to me. And so we're, we're excited. Um, And I'm really, really looking forward to seeing how these tools that I tell you guys all the time, if you know that something is broken and you find the right tool, yes, you're going to have to pay for the tool, but then you're going to fix the problem. And so that's exactly what we did. We knew that there was an issue with sometimes it was awesome. Sometimes we couldn't get a grip on how we were communicating with each other. And we wanted to make sure that we both saw eye to eye on this. We wanted to get coaching from an outside perspective from people that do it all the time. And I cannot speak more highly of this resource. And it just, it came with all kinds of fun bells and whistles, resources for us to do some continued education and learning to just pour into our marriage. And I'm really, really, really excited about it. Um, (laughs) So that's where we're at with that, you guys. And before um, I have you wrap up this episode, I want you to understand that these these months are not going to always be what I come and report. This month was a really good month for me. Uh, It was hard, though. There was a lot of stuff that I had to give up in order to make this happen. And I want you I want you to ask yourself these things because when we look at why things are or aren't working, we have to assess three things, okay? First of all, what where are your routines out? Okay? What's going on with your routines? Your nighttime routine, your morning routine? Do you have a sensory routine? Do you have a before school routine? What do your cleaning routines look like? Like I said, I recognize that my leadership in keeping a clean house and keeping a tidy home was lacking. And it's because I wasn't supporting the routines and the systems that I know are proven to work. And so that's on me. That's where I need to step up. And so what a quick fix. What a great way to not sit in a stupor and feel sorry for myself and think I'm never going to have a clean house and be frustrated with my husband and be frustrated with my kids Then to turn it around, back on myself, empower myself, realize I have the tools at my fingertips to make this better, and get my butt in gear and say, hey, this is how mom feels. This is how it makes me feel when. This is what I'd like to do about it. What do you think? These are, this is precisely what I do. This is how I make data-driven decisions instead of making emotionally-based decisions, and it's what I want you to do in your life. The second thing that you need to look at is your time blocks. How are you honoring your time? How are you dishonoring your time? How, what kind of boundaries do you need in place, right? What are these time, what is, what are these time blocks in your life look like right now? If you don't use my five-block system, you should. Again, that's in my free resources that you can download at any time. 
And then the other thing that I've already mentioned is your fundamental needs. Um, you know, w- when you look at why things are or aren't working, it probably can come down to your fundamental needs. Are you doing them? If you're not, start doing them and watch yourself begin to achieve exactly what you want to achieve. Now, the things that I had to let go of, <laughs> it was hard. Um, to be honest, I, you guys know that I, for whatever it's worth, right? I'm a one on the Enneagram, a wing two. And I don't really like talking about that much. A, because anybody is capable of being whatever they were designed to be and gifted to be, regardless of what category a personality quiz puts them in, okay? You have the ability to change and grow outside of what you were taught to be, what your environment taught you to be, what you think you are. Like, you have the ability to change at any time, okay? Now, that's not always easy, but the one on the Enneagram gets dubbed with being a perfectionist in a negative way. And I have been labeled that in the worst way all my life. I remember having a boss one time that was like, you're going to have to stop being a perfectionist because it's going to be like your demise. And I remember being so irritated. Probably a big part of that was pride. I was very young um, and it was in my interpreting career. But I strive to be the best version of myself that I can possibly be like at all times like I really really do and that is an important part of me as a human on this planet (laughs) it just is and every person was designed with uniqueness about them for a reason and I was given that drive and that desire for a reason so I really hate being labeled with anything negative because I don't think it's nice, first of all. And second of all, because anything can be used for good if done in the right way. And I'm saying all this to let you know that the thing that I had to let go of this month was probably perfection. (laughs) Perfectionism. Because I found myself realizing, like I said, you know, I wanted, I have about 18 to 20 hours, 20 hours on a good week. 15 hours is my minimum. 18 hours is my sweet spot to work on my business, to get everything done, to work in it, to work on it, to be prepared, to feel, to know that literally there is no stone left unturned in my business. It's 18 hours, okay? I have been getting like not that at all for like three weeks. And so, like I said earlier in this episode that we would circle back to this, I had to have a conversation with myself that sounded a lot like, Chelsea, you're not behind you're just not moving forward as fast as you want. And so I'm sure all of you Academy girls that are listening to this right now are screaming at me, Chelsea, slow is the pace of greatness. Um, inside of the Academy, I have this, this thing that I like really drive into all the girls' brains that says slow is the pace that greatness grows because it's true. And I've had to just stop myself a couple times and say, it's okay. You were able to be home with your kids when they were sick. You were able to take time off to spend time with the most beloved family members I've ever had. These are Blaine. This is Blaine's aunt and uncle. And they adore me 
They love the pieces out of my children. They are very much marriage mentors to us. They are just an incredible couple that I can't say more great things about. And they were here in our home for six days. And I am so thrilled that I was able to do that. I recorded a couple episodes from my car when they were here because every bedroom was taken. Like I just made it happen. And I am so grateful for that. Was it ideal? Was it exactly what I had had planned? Did I execute fully on everything that I wanted to? No. Um, There's some big projects and updates for the Academy that were supposed to be done in April and they're not done. And I'm disappointed in that a lot, like big time. But I realize at the end of the day that next week is still a new week and it's okay and it will be there and I will be productive and there will be time. And in the slowness, greatness is growing. So I think that that is a really ironic (laughs) full circle moment for me to say, like in my notes, when I sat here to look at this, what did I have to let go of to make room for what came my way this month? Okay, well, yeah, I had to let go of everything being perfect, you know, um, I just really did. I did some messy things. I did. I just did things a little bit unorthodox for myself this month. Like the flash sale that I had, I really wanted to do that. And I didn't have my ducks in a row and I made it happen because I, I really knew that it needed to happen. You know, I wanted to celebrate with you. I wanted to make that happen. And most of the time, I don't do things unless I know that I have all my I's dotted and my T's crossed. And it turned out amazing, you know. So all that to say that it might not seem like I had to give up a lot. But for me, that was a big, that was a big thing, you know. And um, I've had to give up you know, I think deep down in my heart when it comes to like, in order for my marriage to look the way that it does, I've had to give up a lot of pride. And in order for my home to look the way that it looks, I've had to give up some time in my business to get my house the way that it looks. And I've made some sacrifices um, over the last four weeks. And some of them I kind of was forced to because I wanted to make sure that my body could heal. And I wanted to make sure that I was there for my babies. Uh, for Bailey May when she wasn't feeling well and um, sacrifices for my family when they came to town, right? And these are all amazing, amazing blessings. I hope that you can take the time to sit and look at what your blessings are. And if you're feeling like this wasn't a great month, I want you to sit down and I want you to look at why. Why weren't things working? What was happening in your routines? Where have you been honoring your time? What do your time blocks look like? And then what do those fundamental needs look like? And if you did have a great month, I really do want you to sit down and look at what did I have to sacrifice in order to make this month that great? Because things don't just happen without sacrifice, right? Everything comes with a cost, opportunity cost in all things. In order for me to have what I have, something had to give somewhere. And that I think is very, very important for us to recognize and acknowledge whenever we do have these successes And when we don't have successes, right, to just look at things from an objective view so that we don't get down on ourselves, so that we can continue to grow, we can continue to succeed. And um, thanks for listening. I'm, I'm 
I'm calling it. I'm calling it good. I'll come back here next month. I'm looking forward to an incredible month of May with you. Keep sharing this podcast with your friends. Keep joining the Facebook group and sharing all the things. Share videos of what you got going on in your life. Share pictures. We want to get to know you. I want to get to know you. The community is full of women just like you. Invite your friends. It's a really fun place to come and hang out. And until next time, I truly, truly do hope to see you over inside of that Facebook group. Hey, before you go, if today's episode was meaningful to you, I know it will be for others. So please head over to iTunes, subscribe, then leave a review so more women can join our community too. And did you know that you can have an incredible impact on the women in your life? That's right. All you have to do is share what you learned today. Take a screenshot of this very podcast, tag me, and post it in your stories. What do you say we make a mighty breadcrumb trail for all the other women around us so we can make a change to the culture of how we care for each other and ourselves? I'll look forward to connecting with you over on Instagram. Until next time on Systemize Your Life with Chelsea Joe.